Welcome to Geek Vibes Live. Welcome, everybody, to another installment of Top Tens. Tonight, we'll be talking about Marvel Cinematic Universe characters, the top ten greatest that we have so far. And as we know, Infinity War is coming up, and we are so excited. I know I can't wait. I might break down and start crying in line. Tears of happiness. But uh, anyway, let me get straight to the panel. What's up, Joel? How you doing, man? What is good, Leo? My first time here, so I'm excited to do the top ten show for the first time ever. Right on, man. Yeah, welcome. We are excited to have you, excited to talk about Marvel characters. What's up, Micah? What's going on, everybody? Uh, You know, I actually just got done recording some stuff for my own YouTube channel, and uh, it was all with uh, the MCU, so... I kind of pre-gamed, so I'm pretty excited about this. And, of course, we got Infinity War coming up in a couple of days. So I'm really excited about this, especially this, uh, this episode in particular. So let's just go ahead and get into it, man. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, man, this is super exciting. And some lucky souls in the U.K. have already seen the first 24 minutes. And they've been saying some really good things about it. So uh-huh. it sounds like it's going to be a great film. But, Micah, I'm going to throw to you first, man. Get us started with number 10. <clears throat> number 10 for me, uh, this is going to be – this is sort of a uh, one that I, I didn't really struggle with. I kind of just – I felt like he, he, he should be in the top 10 because he is very straightforward – uh, whether it's his uh, his line delivery, but also his his backstory is uh, is very heartbreaking. But it's Drax the Destroyer. Um, mm. Now I know he's a newer character when it comes to talking mm. about the last ten years for the MCU. Um, so he is you know he's fairly new to general audiences. Uh, but Drax's uh, backstory, you know, with with Thanos basically murdering his family and uh, ultimately his, his world where he came from uh, and then him seeking revenge uh, to, to get back at Thanos. And, you know, that's one of the things that he has going in with uh, the guardians and then, you know, uh, evidently with uh, the, the uh, Avengers and what we're going to probably see with infinity war. Well, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never seen, I haven't seen the movie yet, obviously, but, We'll get to see all that stuff unfold, but um, obviously Drax has a motive uh, because of his backstory. And uh, not only is his backstory very uh, makes him a very sympathetic character, uh, I'm really trying hard to uh, make sure Drax stays in the top ten here. Um, but uh, Drax, <laughs> he, uh, I also I also love his delivery. How it he is so literal with absolutely everything. You cannot tell him a joke. You can't be sarcastic with him. He is very literal, and um, I got to give kudos to Dave Bautista for I, I can't see anybody, any other muscular actor 
playing this kind of uh, this kind of character. I feel like Batista does does a phenomenal job, and of course, I'm a wrestling fan, so I I have some stock in being a fan of Batista. Uh, but uh, I feel like what he brought to Drax, and then Drax as a character in the MCU, uh, for me, it, uh, it, it he deserves to be at least in the top ten. And if not in your top ten, he should definitely get some kind of honorable mention. So that's my whole spiel on Drax. What do you guys think? Wow. So when you said line delivery, the first thing that came to my head was, nothing goes over my head. I'll catch it. And I'm just like, he just is so literal. And he was funny since the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, like, I think the second movie really explored his humor a lot more. But it's like the first movie really captured – his backstory very well to the point where we could pretty much get this whole character in one movie and he's more relatable that way. He's a lot more excitable that way. So I'll put him at number 10. Um, I will admit I had him on my list, but he wasn't in my top 10, but you've convinced me, man. Um, Your skill was good. So I'll go to you, Joe. What do you think? (laughs) Um, okay, so not a bad choice. I don't think there's going to be a lot of bad choices in this list, honestly, because um, it's the MCU, and they've done a really good job of developing their characters, especially their heroes. Their characters have been, uh, by none, some of the best characters we've gotten in years. So when you bring up Jack, Jack was a pleasant surprise, because I didn't know what to expect from Jack. I don't know the Jack's character from the comics that well. I know Batista because I'm also a wrestling fan, so I've known Batista since you know. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I get it. I understand, and I was I was cheering him on, and I wanted to see him do well, and he blew me away with his performance because he's one of the funniest characters in those movies, and I fucking I love Jack, so I can't argue with the choice of him having of him being number ten. Now he's not on my not my top ten list. I'm not gonna tell you no though. So if we're gonna leave him on for now, I can't promise he's gonna stay there. I can't promise you that, but I will say for now, yes, <laughs> Drax is going to make it. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, so we're starting it out with Drax at number 10. Uh, sounds like he may not be permanent, though, so hold on tight <laughs> to him, Micah. Oh, oh, man. All right. Hey, you so know, many good characters. You know, I, I, I try my hardest when it comes to fighting for uh, the, the things that I deserve to be on the list. So. <laughs> can't wait, man. So I'll go ahead and go next and just put a character that we barely got to see, which was really upsetting. He only made it in one movie, and that is Marvel's most recent, and that is Killmonger. Uh, First of all, first and foremost, uh, Michael B. Jordan is just a great actor in his own right, Um, especially when you put him with Ryan Coogler. I saw Fruitvale Station, loved that movie, cried at the very end. Really enjoyed Creed and looking forward to Creed 2. Just their work together is phenomenal all the time. Now, Killmonger as a character was just Marvel's, probably Marvel's more, one of his, the more relatable villains in that universe. Um, I, could, I could feel where he was coming from. It's like when you don't have, when you have, a nation has all those resources and you don't want to share with people who don't, like, I, I feel that. I feel that in a sense. He took it a little too far, but he had a great motive. Um, so I'll throw to you guys. What do you think? Killmonger at number nine? Well, I'll go ahead and take this one, Joel. Uh, okay. Because here's the, here's the deal. Uh, 
uh, I didn't I didn't mean to cut you off, Joel. If you were gonna, no, no, you were fine. Go ahead, no. Joel, but no, that <laughs> <I> wasn't. <laughs> here's, here's the deal. So, so Killmonger, I did have him, or I do have him on my top ten, but I have him higher. Uh, but uh, hmm. you know, Killmonger is, and I know that we have slim pickings with the villains and the kind of caliber of villains that we have to go from in the MCU. Um, obviously the villains are, are a little more watered down compared to the heroes, uh, but Killmonger, my God, there were moments in Black Panther when I was rooting for him uh, just because of his, uh, of his story and the things that he was saying, I agreed with a lot. <laughs> there were a lot of things he said that I agreed with. Um, and just, uh, uh, but him, you know, being a little a little shadier, a little nastier and all that, um, he didn't, he, to me, he didn't turn out to be a full-blown mustache-twirling villain, uh, which was great because I'm tired of seeing those. Uh, but, uh, but, no, Eric Killmonger in Black Panther was not only a superb villain and really overshadows uh, Ulysses Claw, uh, but Michael B. Jordan brought exactly what, was needed for that character. I feel like if you plugged in any other actor in that role, I don't think it would have hit as well as it did uh, because Michael B. Jordan is such a great talent. And, uh, but Killmonger, uh, not only, like I was saying, he's not only a great villain in Black Panther, but I feel like he is definitely deserving to be on the top 10 list of, of really awesome MCU characters. So Joel, what do you think? Okay. Uh, luckily, you guys brought up Killmonger because I completely forgot about Killmonger. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> now, oh, the reason about well, the main well, the, here's the thing. Like, I just made my top ten list. I just got thrown into the show, so I didn't know. I was just going on the top of my head, so I completely overlooked Killmonger. But. I can't argue with the idea that if he's not the best villain that we've got in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's definitely a top three, you know, or four. Uh, uh, and I, I, he's up there. And I can't argue with it. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie right now. My, top, my bottom five is going to be flexible, so you can, you can definitely can sway me in my top five. I think I'll probably fight you anything above five. But my, my under five, we're, I think you're unflexible, and so I'm going to say four now. Yes, Killmonger definitely is a top ten character. All right, guys, that sounds like Killmonger's going in at number nine. Now, I will agree, he probably does need to be moved up, but we will come back to the order at the end. So we got good, good, good. so far Drax at number ten and Killmonger at number nine. Joel, I'm going to you for number eight, man. Okay, number eight. Woo woo woo. All right, so oof, this is going to be a tough one. Now, I made my list, like I told you. It was kind of more, like, last minute. But I figured I, uh, my, my bottom five are the most flexible. But I, I figured this is going to be the biggest long shot, so I just don't feel like you guys are going to, going to care enough about this character. But I think Peggy Carter, who was on my – she was at near the bottom of my list, but still one of the best characters we've seen in MCU to the point where she had her own show. <laughs> she had a spin-off show. She had a whole arc, like from like beginning to end, from Captain America one on. And it's like we got to see, and, and she has so she's so integral to to the MCU in the building of Shield and Cap's story, and then her, uh, her even having a, a, a her 
offspring, not her offspring, but like her niece uh, with um, Sharon. And then we have the possibilities that she's opened up for other characters. And of course, she also had her own show, which she headlined for two seasons before eventually they just stopped making them. But I think Peggy Carter a character is a character that was going to be overlooked, so I figured I'd give her a shout out in the top ten before she gets poo-pooed on at some point. <laughs> Um, Peggy Carter, wow. Uh, she was a great character in Captain America. Unfortunately, I didn't get to finish her series, but the couple episodes I saw, I did enjoy them. Um, I don't know if I'd put her on top ten. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to say no, just because she's not really, like, maybe like top 15, she would have to make it into that. But I don't know. She's just for me. She's not a a character I would because put in the top ten. I, I get it. Go ahead. What's Micah say before I, I kill you? <laughs> well, here let me right. let me go ahead and just uh, uh, I'll throw a little uh, gold dust reference in here for Joel. I'm gonna go ahead and shatter your dreams here. So Peggy Carter should not be in this top ten list. And she yes, she's a great character. And from what we've seen from her within the MCU and her getting her, her own little, you know, mini series, which I did watch and enjoyed. Um, I, I do enjoy her as a, as a character and I understand the importance of her in Captain America's story arc. That being said, top 10, I, I, man, I'd have a hard time putting her in my top 20, to be honest with you. Um, she is, she isn't a forgettable character, uh, but she's just someone who I, I don't know if it's be, if it's because she's from such a, a a long time ago and moving forward she's not she's not going to be somebody that's that's going to be important moving forward. Uh, but Peggy Carter, I am definitely not going to put her in my top ten. Uh, so it, it it sounds like two knows. Maybe if, if I'm correct, Leo, did you say no to Peggy Carter? Yeah, I I was a no for Peggy. Um, I yeah, do, however, fine. I do I want to put her in my top fifteen actually, nah. uh, just because of her influence. Oh, you being yeah, nice? I would, man. You being nice? Nah, I'm not being nice. It's the truth. Uh, I will put her in my top fifteen. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna rebuttal before y'all shit on me. The rest of her. Go, um, go ahead and rebuttal. <laughs> go ahead and rebuttal. <laughs> Look at look! Oh, I went into this character knowing she was gonna get shot down. Like, I understood. Oh, yeah. she's not, look, she's not a favorite character of mine. Like I have a, a list of characters, she's not on it now. But in terms of the MCU and what she's and her character in it, and her and, like she's been in every aspect of the Captain America story. And again, to have her like her not just be part of that, but part of Shield, and her character be such a big part of that in the shows below it in two different parts of the MCU. So I think her character is important to the MCU as a whole. Is she as entertaining a character? No, because she's really a minor character compared to some of the characters we made. But really, one movie with Killmonger compared to, like, three movies and shows with with Peggy Carter. I mean, who's a good character? You all said it. (laughs) Like, it's just like her, like, overall, her character means more to the MCU is what all I was trying to say. Now, she's not anybody's top ten list. It's true. I'm just being real. She's not going to be on anybody. That's why I brought her up, because I'm going to challenge you, because I know y'all are just going to hate on her because she's just Peggy Carter, and she's not one of, like, a bigger character, especially not in the movie. So 
I thought I'd throw it out there. It got shot down like I expected it, but I thought I'd, you know, spice it up. <laughs> ah, but her, her series got canceled, man. It sounds like the But she had a series. Come on, you ain't going to get no series, dog. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you don't know about that, man. Don't don't. She say ain't going to get no series. Could, could I'm just happen. telling you right now. It could happen. You never know. You could breathe. But, you could try, but it ain't happening. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Joelle. She is not making it on the list. That's but fine. I will go back to you, and do you want to pitch another? I could. Uh, let's see. Where else in the bottom? Oh, I got a good one at the bottom of my list. Not the bottom, but near the bottom of my list. Again, these are my flex picks. I'm not going to really argue too much about them because they'll probably give it. Uh, and because this character is so new to the MCU, I'm going to say Spider-Man. And, yes, I'm biased because <laughs> I love Spider-Man. Um, oh, I'm not going to lie. Too, I love me some Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland the Spider-Man. And in the small time he's been in the MCU, I think he's made a very big impact. Um, and I think he's already a, lo- a loved character. And we saw, as, as soon as I got, they, they, it said Queen. <laughs> like, as soon as it said that, like, uh, in Civil War, my heart stopped. And I'm like, this is going to happen. We're finally going to see something I've been waiting years to see, years to see um, happen. And, and we got to see the interaction between Peter Parker and, and Tony Stark and they're back and forth. And we got to see finally his, uh, his movie in the MCU. Um, and then his interactions with Iron Man this time. And it's like, ah, and, and like, we've already seen some of the clips we're going to see for Infinity War. So I, I love Spider-Man. I think the only reason I have him as low as I have him is because he's, he's still fresh, still new. Um, but I think he's played the shit out of, out of Spider-Man and he's going to, he's going to kill it like going forward. So I think yeah, I got to throw Spider-Man on this list. And uh, go ahead, tell me yes or no. Uh, say no more. Um, Spider-Man is definitely making it on this list. Um, I'm definitely a yes. I'm just going to start out with what this means for just the series as a whole. Um, seeing Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, I've wanted to meet up with Spider-Man and other heroes. Um, since reading Spider-Man as a kid, I would have loved that type of movie where Spider-Man came into the came into a movie mm-hmm. universe with all yeah. these characters. I mean, it's just, it, I've always wanted Spider-Man to be with the Avengers in a movie anyway. So when it happened in Civil War, it was, it was, it was heart stopping. Like it, it was. I, I think I shed a literal tear, like, Oh my God, <laughs> I think Queens, New York, I'm, he's here. He's finally, yeah, finally here. Yeah. And when he exactly. landed on the, when he landed on the scene, man, I was, that was it. I was, I was, I was in love, man. I knew he was the Spider-Man for me. He's a great Peter Parker. He's a great Spider-Man. The only complaint I do have about Homecoming is Iron Man's involvement is just a little bit heavy. Um, but I had no complaints with Tom Holland. How he portrays both Peter Parker and Spider-Man so perfectly. He's a naive teenager. He's excited to be around the Avengers. It's fresh. It's a great take on the character. And uh, I... I I, I I can't say anything else. I mean, I'll I'll go on for hours, guys. But yes, Spider Man <laughs> makes it on this list for me. Micah, go, oh, Micah. Go ahead, Micah. It would it would it would wouldn't make any sense to not put Spider Man on this list. Uh, and I feel like Tom Holland has a lot to do with it. And I'm sorry, guys. I I know that uh, like it's, I'm having a hard time not blending the actors and actresses who p- portray these characters. Uh, you know, I, I feel like we're all kind of doing it a little bit, but I do want to try to separate it a little bit uh, 
but I'm having a hard time because all these folks are very, very talented and uh, do an incredible job, and that's why we want them on these uh, on these top ten lists. Um, but right. no, Tom Holland does a great job. He nailed it. Um, uh, I feel like it would be disrespectful not to put him on this list, and. Uh, and I'll have to agree with you, Joel. When I saw Captain America: Civil War and Queens popped up, it 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 just was like a new breath of life, and it was like the second part of that movie had hit had hit a gear, and it just I was so excited to finally see, like I had been waiting for the movie Civil War, the Captain America: Civil War film, and then. I knew what else I was getting with that film was Spider-Man's arrival. And once that, sh- that, that scene happened, it was just goosebumps, like I'm getting right now, just talking about it. And everything just kind of clicked. And <laughs> once again, I was excited about the MCU all over again because of the reintroduction of Spider-Man in this, in this universe, uh, which is something that we've all clamored for for a very long time. So, like I said, bottom line, it would be so disrespectful to not put him on this list. So Spider-Man absolutely deserves to be on this list. I agree with the both of you. Yes. I'm glad. I mean, it's, it's hard. That was that was a. As soon as you said Spider-Man, I was like, "Yep, that's it. He's on the yeah. list." But as, as soon no, as I said hey, it, I'm like, "I'm like Leo's not got this one." <laughs> like, oh yes, oh yes. There's no way my favorite web slinger ain't making it on the list. Right. <laughs> uh, hold on, but, but Leo. Leo, before before you move on, we have a guest. Hold on, one second. Oh, great! We got another. All right, uh, um, caller. Who is who is this? I don't know. I think this is the guy who helped create it. I'm not sure. I think so. I didn't know you oh. said you got on. How the fuck did he get on? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome, Juwan. What's, What's up? up, man? Glad to be here. I heard you guys were talking Spider-Man, and I'm not going to waste any time. My answer is definitely yes. Yay! <laughs> yes! That was too uh, easy. I got to spice it up. I got to spice it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the perfect redemption, Joel. Uh, Spider-Man, <laughs> like I said, as soon as you've seen it, boom, light bulb in the head, had to put him on. Um, I'm going to go to you if you have a second, Jawan. Do you want to put somebody on our list, number seven? Uh, so who do we have so far? So I don't repeat someone. So far uh, go we've got Drax at number ten, Killmonger at number nine, Spider Man at number eight. Oh, then at number seven, I'm definitely going with. Ah, uh, man, I'm trying to think of. We're including Netflix, right? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. The perfect. Yeah. Oh, we are. I'm motherfucker. Gone. I didn't know that. <laughs> <I'm> going. <laughs> I'm going um, Charlie Cox, uh, a.k.a. Matt Murdock, Daredevil himself. He, um, he did something. He did something I didn't think was possible. And that was make me forget that the other Daredevil even existed. Um, and he's done an amazing job. Uh, not to... Not to mention, I'm a little biased since me and Joel met him. Uh, like since that day, I'm yeah, like, <laughs> that was cool. He's like, he's the coolest guy ever. Um, really, but yeah, smaller no, than you expect. With, with a lot smaller than you'd expect. Uh, I thought he'd definitely tower us, and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, he's done an amazing job as Daredevil. Uh, he is pretty much the same way you could say Stark is the godfather of the MCU. I guess you could say Charlie is the godfather um, mm-hmm. of Netflix the model. Netflix universe. Yeah, because when we look, when we look 15 years from now, when we look back at like Netflix and or or if Disney takes it and puts it on their own streaming service, we'll always see it as Charlie Cox was the guy who started everything. Uh, and if his first season wasn't so amazing and so classic, I don't think we'd have, uh, you know, the other shows would, would have shined as bright as they did. Uh, he made it cool for us to enjoy these characters that mainstream, uh, you know, audience didn't even know existed. Um, so I definitely say Charlie Cox deserves a spot on this list. And we could even say some of the best fight scenes in the MCU period, a few of them come from Daredevil himself. Uh, and his seasons, uh, his first two seasons. So I'm definitely putting Charlie Cox up there, a.k.a. Daredevil. Yeah, um, there was no way he wasn't going to make it on this list. Uh, he was on my list for sure, so I was going to pitch him if maybe a little bit higher, but I see where you're going with the Godfather thing. Yes, for sure for me. Uh, I'll go to you, Micah. No, I, I definitely have to agree with Daredevil. Uh, the bad taste of Ben Affleck's Daredevil has been completely wiped off the palate uh, uh, after the introduction of Charlie Cox as Daredevil. I was so excited about not only just Netflix getting a Marvel series uh, that would just be dumped and we would all be able to just binge it, uh, but just – seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff and then to eventually watch the show and how phenomenally and beautifully shot the show is. And uh, Charlie Cox, I feel, does a tremendous job, not only as uh, Matt Murdock, but also as Daredevil. So um, I would definitely agree, just put him on this list. Daredevil definitely deserves it. In fact, um, I still have plans to dress up as Daredevil for Halloween one year. Uh, I haven't done it. Me I haven't too. Dressed up as, I haven't dressed up for Halloween in like two or three years, so I'm a, I'm really excited about this year. I have so many ideas, but Daredevil uh, is one of those costumes that I have in mind. But yeah, he deserves to be on this list for sure. Right on, yeah, dude. Uh, this Halloween, I was both Spider-Man and Godzilla, so I'm nice. definitely looking to try go, to Leo. spice it up this year <laughs> with some more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, for a minute, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say you were Goldfinger. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Godzilla. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yet, um, for like a nice fun fact is like Charlie Cox actually like kind of blinded himself to get into this role and he made glasses that made it hard for him to see so that he could actually emulate a blind person. So I thought that was a nice extra touch um, to the character. Because, I mean, you're emulating a blind man better than Ben Affleck did the whole movie. <laughs> but anyway, Joel, thoughts? Well, considering I didn't even know we could use the Netflix characters, I have to, like, revise this whole damn list of mine. Um, yeah, definitely. Daredevil is one of my favorite characters, like, almost superheroes in general. Uh, he's on one, he's on my top ten superhero list, and uh, when I found out they were gonna bring him to Netflix, a, a place where he fucking deserves to be, because Daredevil should be a series, and they made a series, and obviously it worked out, because 
It's been a successful two seasons. We're going on a third. Charlie Cox was fantastic as Daredevil. And I, there's no way, now, now that I know that we can use the Netflix characters, for sure, that we, we can't leave Daredevil off this list. He's an integral part of uh, this, this, the Netflix MCU. Because it's still all connected. They're just loosely connected, uh, you know, like we'd want. But this is uh, definitely, <laughs> most definitely, um, w- yeah. I'm just going to say yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And not to mention, he is probably the best part of the Defenders. Um, I wish yeah. the other characters Arguably, yeah. got to get fleshed out a little bit more, their story a little bit more, but he got a really nice chunk to his character, and I enjoyed the, the whole storyline between him and Elektra in that, mo- in that mm-hmm. uh, series. And, yeah, he's just a great, and great character. At the end. So we are, yeah, we are putting him at number seven. All right. All right, guys. Higher, so far, yeah, we're looking definitely. at uh, – right. That's why I, I had him a little bit higher, definitely my top five, but – Again, we'll get back to that order switch at the end. So, number 10, we got Drax. Uh, We got Killmonger at number 9. Spider-Man at number 8. Daredevil at number 7. Michael, why don't you go ahead and give us number 6, man? Number 6. Who do I have at number 6? Oh, shit. I had, well, okay, so I had one that we've already talked about at number 6. So, I'm going to go ahead and swap uh, my 5, which is probably pretty... It's probably right that I do this. So my number six will be Doctor Strange. And Mm. the reason I'm putting Doctor Strange on this list at all is because uh, we've gotten the narcissistic, you know, very cynical, very uh, into-yourself egotistical maniac with Tony Stark. And we've, we've seen that before. And... With Stephen Strange, we got the same sort of dynamic, uh, but we saw him lose something that <clears throat> that he uh, put above everything else, and that was his hands. We saw the, the, the car wreck and everything that happened uh, with that, and he lost, uh, you know, obviously momentarily, he lost uh, the two things that he loved more than anything in the world, and to see him actually go through that sort of pain and loss, and to see that man go through the the sort of struggle that, uh, quite frankly, was well-deserved because of his entire personality, uh, and and just to be blunt, he was an absolute dick before he was in that car crash, (laughs) and it it really sucks that he had to go through something so uh, tragic before you know, he kind of turned his life around for the better. But uh, I love Stephen Strange's story arc so much, at least when it comes to his origin story, uh, and then having to go through all the training and whatnot. I I really enjoyed seeing all the moments that he had to uh, kind of become who he is today, the Stephen Strange that we know today. Um, And sacrificing himself in the end, without giving spoilers, (laughs) at least too much, sacrificing himself in the end uh, to, you know, make things right in the, uh, in the world that, as we know it. I really enjoyed Doctor Strange as a movie. I enjoy Stephen Strange as being this very obscure, uh, very trippy. I know everybody goes through the whole, oh, it, you know, it's such an acid trip. It's like Inception. Yeah, yeah, whatever. 
But the way that his story unfolds <laughs> and the way that it's played on screen, I really enjoyed it. I felt like I uh, eventually sympathized for Stephen Strange after he finally uh, became more of a uh, uh, of somebody who uh, he became more human after his car wreck. Finally, uh, it kind of just woke him up to finally realize, hey, all of this could be gone in a moment. And uh, I really, I, I really enjoyed watching that unfold, and I, I actually gained. Uh, or I, I became a fan of Doctor Strange even after the movie because I really didn't know a whole lot about Stephen Strange and all of the all of his uh, uh, his the villains that he goes through and all that stuff. I didn't read Stephen or Doctor Strange comics growing up, so to actually want to go back and research this character after the movie, um, I have to give him mad respect for uh, and throw him on the list. So. Yeah, uh, Doctor Strange, just that whole movie was awesome. I don't feel like it was quite an acid trip, but it had, like, some of the best visuals that any of the Definitely. films have ever had, yeah. like, any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has ever had. Um, again, like you were saying, we have this kind of – we've seen this character who's already risen to the top pretty much. I mean, he's the best surgeon probably in the world almost. And we saw it snatched right out of right out of from underneath him. I mean, it's like that's something that you know Stark hasn't really had to face because he can always go back to the tower. I mean, it's like you always go back to you know being who you were. But he had everything taken away from him in an instant, and then had to rise up again and did it and became the Sorcerer Supreme. Great, 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 great movie. Great character. I'm going yes. And then I'm going to you, Joel. What do you think, man? Ooh, yes. Uh, well, I can't say yes yet. Let me. I gotta like process this. Um, ooh, I look. I love Doctor Strange. I watched Doctor Strange actually just yesterday. Not gonna lie, I did. Um, but I don't know if I can say he's a top ten character. I mean, it's felt like we're almost near five, and I'm like, damn, like. There's so many characters on this like list that uh, that might just make it over him. I think Doctor Strange is definitely well worth a, a nod. I'm not gonna say not. Uh, it's just so it's so tough for me to say uh, yes to the top ten in this current universe they've built. There's just so many characters I think that not maybe not so many go over Doctor Strange specifically, but I, I don't know if he's six. Uh, I maybe ten. Maybe you could argue ten. But maybe not. So you know what I mean. I don't know if I can give him that specifically. So if you come back, I can't say yes right now. If you want to come back Boy, and replace you throw, him, you were quick to throw uh, Peggy Carter on that list. <laughs> well, yeah, look, I was ready to throw Peggy Carter on that list. Doctor Strange is in one movie, man. One movie, no real through line except for the one movie. Oh, There's more than Peggy Carter man. characters. Hey man, well, one and yes a pinch. One and a pinch. Go, he was in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Yeah, he was. There was a little pinch there, but there was no character development there. It was just a little nod. A nice one. That's that, though. It's a nice little um, thing. Yeah, of course. I'm not going <laughs> to hate on that. A great like, good movie, too. I'm, look, I'm not shitting on the character. I'm just saying. I'm not making him six is all I'm saying. I said maybe ten. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go back to Come back to it later. Well, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Do we still have Juwan on the line? Yeah, he's there. He's there. Go yeah, ahead. I'm still there. Go ahead, Juwan. 
Doctor um, Strange does he make it on the list? Well, I, I have to classify this. I all right. I, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this. So I don't get in trouble. Um, I saw trouble. a little bit of Infinity War, and from what I saw of it, I love Doctor Strange. But mm. if I can't really legally class like say that, um, uh, so we'll wipe that out. Uh, I agree with Joel. Actually, we haven't seen like the actual progression of this character. We've seen the birth of this character, but then it's like, what if we don't like his second movie? What if we don't like the direction that they head in with his character? You know, I can't say that. To me, Drax, we've seen two movies of. Uh, Daredevil, we've seen two seasons of. Three, if you want to count the Defenders. Um, Like most of these characters that we have on the list, we've seen more than once. And I can't even really count Thor Ragnarok because part of that, that scene he was in was an end credit scene of his own movie. So he only had like right. five minutes of on-screen time in Thor Ragnarok. So I haven't seen him develop. Uh, and to me, it's like if I put him on this list, I'm, I'm saying that I know he's going to be great, uh, you know, development-wise going forward. And I don't, I don't really want to say that. I want to actually see it first. Um, so I'm going to go with – actually, you know what? I'm thinking about this. You guys have Spider-Man on this list, right? Yep. Yes. That's, that's technically the same thing as Doctor Strange. We haven't seen the, a development from, from Peter. We've only Similar. seen him once. We've seen him Civil War and one in a pinch. It's one in a pinch. He was in Civil War, I'd say, for about ten minutes. So it's five it's more bigger minutes. Bigger than Doctor Strange's Strange. pinch. It was. It was. I, I won't argue. You are there, here for that, Jawan. That vote has already been made. Moving on. No, I'm not, I'm, not taking, I'm not taking him off the list. I'm not taking him off the list. I just don't want to sound. I don't want to sound You don't want to contradict like, yourself. I get what you're saying. Exactly. Because for every reason I said Tom deserves a spot on this list, I now can't look at it and go, well, Tom, no, yeah, but. Right, right. No, but, but, no that, I mean, but that could mean. That could be the same for a lot of characters, too. That's what I'm saying. It's a hard to do it. It could be. End. I'm so not saying he shouldn't be on the list. I'm just saying I don't think he's sick. That's all I was trying to say. No, 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 no. I, my argue, I wasn't arguing against you, Joel. I was just trying no, to. As I'm I was saying it, I was just like, oh, you okay, get what I'm I saying? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> arguing. I'm, not, I'm saying I agree with you. He, you you're, you're, you're teetering now because you're saying maybe he should be on the list. You're yeah, right. He I probably am. should right. be. But so probably not I'm where say this. Sick. I'm going to say this, Micah. From what I saw, from something I shouldn't have seen, um, I'm going to say yes. Because if, if what the Russo brothers were able to do with his character and that, uh, whoever directs part two of Doctor Strange, if they can get even an ounce of that from that second movie, then I think I'll feel validated by putting him at least at number six. So for now, and then I guess maybe later on after we finish the list, maybe we can maybe move him down. Uh, but for now, I will say yes, Micah. I love what the Russo brothers did with uh, with Doctor Strange. Um, so yes, I'm going to say he does deserve a spot on this list. And for now, it could be at number six. All right. Yeah, y'all better recognize. You've already seen. You've already seen a piece of it. Yeah, a, 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 I'll say a small piece of it because I don't want to go too farther than that. But yes, I saw a little bit of it and. Man, I love him. <laughs> wow. Um, first and foremost, I'm extremely jealous that you see a little bit of the movie. Um, 
Okay. Well, well is I'm it, now hold looking on. forward hold to on. Leo. Hold on, Leo. Is this coming from the guy who's going to see it Tuesday when the rest of the world has to see it Thursday? Right, for real. Hey, yeah. you, you said you're seeing it Tuesday as well. Well, I already saw some of it, so I don't think I can see it again Tuesday, but we're not going to get into that. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'll oh put it back to okay. All right. All right. So Dr. Strange makes it at number six. That's me at number five, and I'm going to go Steve Rogers. Um, definitely one of what? my favorites. Uh, who said what? He definitely no, I mean, belongs like on five? this list, man. He's five? Uh, yeah, I'm dropping him down to five a little bit. Crazy. Um, uh, nah, man. I mean, I love, I love Steve Rogers um, as a character. I, man, I now I'm kind of like, wow, five. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love him I get as it, a character. I get it. I, yeah, I just want to get somebody in, uh, but I love him as a character. I love Chris Evans and how even Chris Evans himself is kind of like a Captain America in real life. He released that video where he, when he first got his dog and he just does great things. He uh, stood up for a cancer survivor and he said he would make it happen and let them uh, see um, Infinity War a little early. It was like real, like he's like so like Captain America in real life that it's almost like, geez, these two are interchangeable, but um, just his, uh, Captain America has the best line of films, like the best trilogies, um, and he's just the best, even one of the best characters in the Avengers movies. So he's got to go on this list. Sorry, guys. Well, you're not going to get any. Uh, you're not going to get any dispute <laughs> from me, except the only yeah. thing that I disagree with is that Captain America. Is it, it, it should be a lot higher than five. I think that's the only thing that I disagree with. Captain America is uh, it actually in my top two. Uh, yeah. So okay, because that's, uh, that's not right. only for all the things that you said, you know, but Captain America is a character that I didn't give really two shits about before uh, he was introduced in the MCU with, uh, with Chris Evans. I felt like, Oh, Chris Evans, you mean that, that, that douchebag from all the, uh, you know, comedy slapstick, uh, the slapstick comedy films, and then the horrible fantastic four movies, that guy, that's who we've got playing Steve <laughs> Rogers. And then I saw the first Avenger and little, a little bit of a side note. I love the, uh, the history of world war two. I love learning about it. So, the fact that we were, I, I was able to get not only a comic book movie, but sort of, you know, quote unquote, a history lesson with that movie, it get, it actually propelled my interest in this character. And then the Winter Soldier happened, and after that, I was like, oh no, Captain America is a is a bad, you know, shut your mouth. I love Captain America. I really love what Chris Evans has done. Uh, over the last 10 years, or, you know, give or take 10 years, with this character, um, you know, inside and outside of the, uh, the, the, the movies and stuff. And uh, Captain America, yeah, he, he's definitely in my top two. So I feel like Leo, you mm-hmm. know, a little disrespectful for putting him in yeah, putting him at number five. Leo. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I definitely agree he deserves to be on the list. Leo being disrespectful. Don't call me Theo. Get out of here, man. We're gonna. <laughs> we'll definitely go back. Theo. <laughs> like, come oh, on, dog. Man. I ain't from the Cosby's. 
the But I'll go to you, Joel. Thoughts? Before I give my thoughts, Jawan had to go. So I'll just say goodbye, Jawan. And oh. we're going to move on. And maybe he'll come back later if we're lucky. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, definitely. Like, bro, he should definitely be top two. <laughs> yeah, top five is a little, in my opinion, a little disrespectful to the character. But, hey, he's on the list. We can move him around, obviously, jumble, jumble, just like with Dr. Strange. So, um, I definitely, he definitely, you guys kind of nailed it. He, 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 he epitomizes what they, they've done with this universe. He is a figurehead, and he's definitely take. He's become the face of the second half of the Marvel uh, cinematic, uh, the phases, you know, because Iron Man was really the face of one, and then Iron Man. I mean, Captain America really became the face of uh, phase two, and it's like, it's like he is one. If he's not A, then he's definitely one A or one one B. Like if he's like one A, one B type of thing without maybe Iron Man for me. So yeah, I'll be giving you a foreshadowing as to who my number one is, but. Captain America definitely should be on this list without a doubt. I'm not even, it's not even a debate in my opinion. Right on, guys. Remember, we can always go back and change the order. Mm-hmm. The together, I will challenge all your picks by the him, end of this. I promise you. Uh, let's, let's hear it, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Yeah. And I will actually go to you next, Joel, for number four. Oh, damn it. Where was I? <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. So this is where it gets tough. Well, you already get, you already picked one of my top five. I think it's solidified as, as a character in this in this universe. Um. All right. I, I figured this character will probably get named at some point, but I figure I'll just throw him out now. Uh, Loki is Loki a character we could say is one of the top characters in the MCU? Because for me, oh, no, he's a character. Me. Well, for me, <laughs> I think he is. You tell me, I mean, for me, Loki's one of the better characters we've had in the MCU. He's one of the best villains, if not the best villain we've gotten. In, uh, the, and probably even surpassed his own brother in the series uh, until, of course, uh, Ragnarok to a, to a degree. So, and he was the main villain in Avengers. So, it's like he's a big part, a big character, one of the better characters we've seen in the MCU. So, so for me, Loki is one of the at least top five uh, characters in the MCU. Uh, I got to agree with you. He got a lot of development throughout the characters. And piece of me, um, actually most of me in that second tour was just looking forward to what was going to happen with Loki. I mean, that was right. kind of a snooze fest. That movie was, as we know, just yeah, you know, not that great. Yeah, you can't win them all. Um, you can't win them all. Super <laughs> so-so. But, I mean, that, that, was, that was the only the only piece I really liked about it was getting to see Loki and just the couple of films that he's been a villain and has kind of bounced to this anti-hero shift in the latest Thor Ragnarok. It's been an enjoyable ride for this character. Almost kind of reminds me of uh, Duko from Avatar a little bit. Just kind of like this kind of mm. flip-flop back and forth. Um, I know he's always got it against Thor, but his motives kind of change here and there. So I really mm. not a fan I really of like that, that character. And I agree with you there. Well, nah, I like it. Um, just for a fresh take on the character. But I would definitely put him on this list. Okay. How about you, Micah? Absolutely. Uh, Loki deserves to be on the top ten here. Uh, and I, I, I don't even think that Thor deserves to be on the top ten. I think, I mm. think uh, Loki, in this case, uh, much like the situation <laughs> with Killmonger in uh, Black Panther, how he overshadowed. Ulysses Claw, Loki, in some of the some of the 
films overshadows. Um, I know in, in some of the scenes, Loki even steals the scene. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Loki is awesome. Tom Hiddleston's a great a great actor, obviously. Uh, right. We don't really need to harp on that, but Loki is the best villain that we've had, period. And he also, I would put him in my top five when it comes to uh, characters mm-hmm. in the MCU's entirety. So I absolutely agree. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Mike was like, convince me. I'm like, wow. Um, I definitely uh, need to be pretty <laughs> ominous with uh, my uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I was completely <laughs> not expecting to agree. All right, cool. It's fine. Right. Take it away, Leo. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's that's hilarious. Um, yeah. Uh, as soon as you said Loki, I, he was already in my mind on the list. Uh, nope. I mean, you guys had great points. He's the best villain we've got. He's a great character. And I just, I always look forward to seeing his character. I'm, I'm, thinking he may die in Infinity War. I kind of hope not, but it's not looking too good for him. But may he rest in peace if that's the case. So, so far on the list, we got Drax in number 10, Killmonger in number 9, Spider-Man in number 8, Daredevil in number 7, Doctor Strange in number 6, Steve Rogers in number 5, Loki at number 4, and now Micah put us in number 3, man. Woo! Uh, I'm kind of uh, debating on if I should keep my number three or bring in a, uh, a sub, but uh, I don't know. You guys can you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. But so here's here's my here's my deal. All right, when I saw Age of Ultron, I was very disappointed with that film. Uh, I I felt like it was. You know, obviously with the with the first Avengers film, you know it was very it was very hard to kind of follow that up, and uh, Joss Whedon had a hard time uh, shooting the movie even. Uh, but one of the characters that stood out to me uh, from the Age of Ultron film was Vision. Uh, Vision is. A, in my opinion, one of those characters that is, once again, I'm going to use this word, obscure, where his story is is very unformulaic. Um, you know, he was, you know, when, when it comes to the, the films, created by accident, and, um, but, is, but develops himself, obviously, because of what he is. And, um, you know, he, he's one of these characters that is nothing but pure heart, I feel. Uh, he obviously has uh, a lot of a lot of strengths, a lot of uh, things about him that uh, if you have him on your team, much like Scarlet Witch, if you have Scarlet Witch or Vision, chances are you've got your your team is very uh, very stacked. But Vision is a character uh, for me where I feel like he has this backstory of like man there you know I want to do I I want to do certain things I want to have you know romance and of course in the comics he's he's got a family and all this other stuff Uh, he's got a lot of uh, a lot of powers and abilities that if he wanted to 
he could take over the world, much like, you know, and I don't want to compare the two, but I, it's the first thing that popped in my head, but much like Superman, uh, Superman, if he wanted to, could take over the entire world if he wanted to. Vision is sort of in that same kind of lane where if he wanted to, he could do it. But he doesn't because he, he understands uh, how important the human race is. He understands how important all these different characters' lives are uh, in accordance to uh, what they want to do in terms of fulfilling it. So I feel like Vision is a, uh, like I said, he's an obscure character. He's somebody who's not going to get a lot of attention because everybody's like, oh, cool, Iron Man, oh, cool, Hulk, Thor, all those characters. But Vision, to me, much like uh, Doctor Strange, is a little bit more of a sympathetic character for me. And it's somebody who, when I watch his, uh, watch him on screen, he's very, you know, um, I don't, how can I put it? He's, uh, I'm really blanking on a word here. But he's, he's sympathetic. He's a sympathetic figure, and I, see, I always seem to kind of fall for the, the, the figures like that who have mm-hmm. sort of a rough time getting their, way through, uh, getting their way through life. But if they wanted to, they've got all these powers and abilities. What's, you know, what are you complaining about? But it's much deeper than that for them. That's why I want Vision uh, at least uh, uh, included on this list, whether it's number three or, or lower. I understand that's probably probably lower or not mentioned at all on this list, but I wanted to kind of fight for somebody who might not get get attention, much like uh, Joel and Peggy Carter, which <laughs> I still I still can't agree with that character. That's a good character, man. In terms of the MC, he's a good character. He's a good character. All right. Uh, Joel, thoughts? I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm coming for you, Mike. I'm coming for all your shit this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Um, I, I can't argue with anything he just said. I think this is a very good character. Um, is he on my top ten list? No, but that's that's not my list. That's the difference. <laughs> he doesn't connect. I don't connect with him the way he, uh, Mike connects with him. But he's not wrong. I think he's very good character. I think, uh, and he's also in a, a way to keep um, Jarvis alive. Like Jarvis, we yeah. don't have Jarvis anymore. And I miss Jarvis. Yeah. In that armor, but we, he lives on in vision. Um, so that's another thing I'll give him for because I love, I love Jarvis. I love, like, I, I like talking to my phone and call it Jarvis, even though it's not Jarvis and they won't listen to Jarvis. They'll listen to Siri. <laughs> but the point is, I do think Vision is a great character. He's probably not a top, definitely not a top three character, but I think you could probably fight for the top ten. Um, so if you want to put him in there, fine, but I will challenge it later on when we go through the list. Because they have these, uh, some of these, some of the characters we, we mentioned, I have to ask why you would choose them over certain other characters. Not that I give a shit if you do or you don't. I just want, I just need to hear the, the reasons for it, other than, like, I don't like them. Why? So, but if you want to have him, fine. I'm not going to argue that. But he's not on my top ten. All right. Uh, Vision was the best part of Age of Ultron by far. Um, I wasn't really. I I went back and rewatched Age of Ultron, and rewatching it was a little, little bit better. Um, But as soon as like that was kind of the point of the movie that everything started getting better. Like everything just ramped up to a lot kind of feeling a lot more like the first Avengers after that. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was in part to that character and just how poetic this character was. Like he yes. just, 
came right to life. And, uh, and, and like you guys were saying, it's a way to keep Jarvis alive. It's a mm-hmm. way that we a great get idea. a character that's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, very good idea. We get a character that's very powerful, but still reserves that and uses it only for the good. So I'm going to put Vision on there. Um, no arguments from me. All right, guys. So, so far we've got Drax at number 10, Killmonger at number 9, Spider-Man at number 8, Daredevil at number 7, Doctor Strange at number 6, Captain America slash Steve Rogers at number 5, Loki at number 4, Vision at number 3. Ah, I kind of shot myself in the foot putting Captain America oh. at number five. Yeah. No way, Leo. Yeah. No way. Ah, <laughs> oh, shot myself in the foot because now I'm just like, all right, everybody else on my list is now insignificant because I put my one of my highest numbers of five. But I'm going to backtrack a little and go against what you said, Micah, and put Thor on the list. And I we have a couple – we have one other character on this list that is – been in one movie, and not that Thor has only been in one, because of course we know he's been in a lot of them. Right. But my favorite interpretation of Thor is that Ragnarok Thor. Like, mm-hmm. that was the Thor that we got from those two little uh, special clips where he was with his roommate, and then he was having lunch with, uh, with Banner, and of course Stark didn't want to talk to him on the phone. It was those bits of humor that made Thor a great character. Like, it balanced his character out a little bit. Um, I love. I really like Thor Ragnarok. Um, some people didn't like it as much, but I thought it was by far Thor's best movie in the franchise, and I thought it was the best interpretation of his character. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more of him if we can, but I just love that character so much in that movie that I got to put him on the list. Micah, you go first. <laughs> uh, Thor. You know, yeah, put them on the list. But you know, obviously we can we can play around with the placement later on. But right. um, you know, him being that high is, is uh, you're high. But <laughs> uh, but no, <laughs> my, my favorite. I would have to agree with you, Leo. My favorite incarnation so far of Thor is when Chris Ev- or Chris. Wow, Chris Hemsworth was able to so many. <laughs> just have fun and be the Thor Ragnarok version of Thor. That was very fun. It was, uh, you know, obviously a, a major departure from uh, the uh, the Dark World, which I still cannot stop falling asleep to that movie. I've never watched <laughs> it all the way through. I sleep every single time whenever I start that film. And then the first one, of course, uh, you know, I just it's on TV so much that I feel like I I'm I'm over that first Thor movie. But no, Ragnarok was was a lot of fun, and uh, some of it had to do with some of the supporting cast of uh, of characters in that film. But uh, that version of Thor I want to see from here on out, and what Chris Hemsworth was able to do with Thor was once again bring attention to a character that I really didn't give a shit about prior to his, his movies. So Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, a great actor for this, uh, for this character. I'm just glad that they were, that they took the training wheels off and gave the fans exactly what we wanted in Thor 
which is the Thor, the, the version that we got with Ragnarok. So I, I agree he definitely deserves to be on the list. To be that high, no, but absolutely we can, we can put Thor on the list. All right, yeah. Uh, we're we're going to revisit, guys. Don't worry. I know y'all have it against me to put Captain America at number five. But Thor is, well, actually, I, I still got to go to you, Joel. Leo. I, I, I knew you were smoking something, Leo, when you said that. I was like, I really <laughs> think about that for Four, a second. Leo. 4.20 was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Leo, you're a day late. Uh, drift, into, drift into today, guys. What can I say? Uh, Joel, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, I can't argue with anything anybody just said. Uh, Thor, um, especially in Ragnarok, like we all said, we love Ragnarok Thor. Some of us more than most, obviously. Um, I think you saw his. Whoa, okay. <laughs> we saw a. I don't know what that was. Um, we saw an evolution for Thor through one, two, and three. And, and like, it was an, uh, an evolution for the better because he kind of started off kind of serious, uh, just cocky. And then he became, the, uh, in, in two, he was almost uh, similar to that, but they kind of loosened him up just a little bit. And then three, they let him go all out and be himself. And everybody enjoys that for way more than any of the other ones. Um, and we saw, I mean, we saw them in the Avengers movies as well. We saw a just a little more humor out of Thor not always serious and rough and, and it's okay to have a balance. And I think he pulled the balance off. Well, I think he can balance when he needs to get serious. He'll get fucking serious. And when he needs to, when he gets to be silly and, and just be him, like himself, but then be himself. And um, I really enjoy this new Thor character. And like Michael was saying, he was definitely a character. I did not give a shit about when I was a kid, like in the comic books, I didn't give a shit about like most blonde characters. I just couldn't get into back then. And it's, not, it's just, it's just, I couldn't. Cause I didn't have blonde hair or people had facial hair. I just didn't have, I, was, I didn't have facial hair as a kid either. So I'm like, I can't, I can't relate. <laughs> like, I can't relate. So it was a weird thing for me as a kid. Um, but yeah, I Thor definitely had, he, they made me give a shit about Thor. And I, just for that, I'm going to, they got to, they gave me, I got to give them credit. <laughs> yeah. And they left me wanting more like right after I was like, wow, that movie was really good. Um, and that's the best Thor by far. <laughs> Um, that second one was just such garbage that this one really kind of swept up a couple of bad feelings I had about it. But, Joel, I'm going to go to you for number one, man. Pop us off. Pop a pop a doc. Pop a, all right, there we go. So I don't think it's much of an argument here that at the very least, um, Peggy Carter should go number no, one. No, number one should definitely go <laughs> to, to Tony Stark, Iron Man. Um, I don't know if anyone noticed, but this man is the granddaddy of them all. He started it off in 2008 oh, no. with Iron Man 1. Uh, and, bro, he, he, he is definitely – he's number one overall on the list, and, and at the very least, he's, he's a top five character in the MCU. So, and he's redefined the character of Tony Stark. I mean, you have to look at it. Like, I – Iron Man was a cool character when I was a kid, but I didn't – he was kind of boring. Like, Tony Stark was kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he was a drunk, boring guy. But, like, Robert Downey Jr. gave him life. He, he gave him charisma, and he made him a lovable character. Uh, and then, of course, the movies get, can let you imagine technology for this day and age, whereas I couldn't like, grasp that until I saw it in the movie. Like, seeing that movie in 2008 and seeing how Arvis, Jar- I mean, Arvis, Jarvis was an AI – 
the way they, they constructed it and they put it into a suit and, and like just seeing everything the way tech can be. He is a futurist, you know? So I, I love Iron Man. I love what he, what he means to the series. And he, he's, he's definitely a top 10 character. I don't think that's much of a debate. So what do y'all think? No. I mean, no. He said, no. what? Okay, let me Micah. just interject real quick because I know that my opinion is probably going to be unpopular. Okay, so Iron <laughs> Man, yes, he deserves to be on the list. I don't want him at number one. That's my only problem. That's my only problem. At me. Don't at me, actually. Don't at me, bro. Um, Please at him. <laughs> don't at me. Please don't at me. At him. Uh, at him. I, I, he definitely deserves to be on the list because he is the, you know, the, the one that kicked it all off. And I'm not going to disrespect Iron Man by leaving him off the list. It's just that I would rather him be lower on the, uh, on the list here, which, which is fine. How much lower? Do the restructuring and all that other stuff. But no, Iron Man is, is, is great. And I don't mean to be to, uh, to, to, you know, sound like a broken record, but once again, Iron Man is a character I did not read. I didn't. I never cared about Iron Man growing up. He was just one of those. He was a B-level character that was thrusted into the spotlight once the whole MCU kicked off. Uh, you know, which is which is all fine and good because it it revitalized Robert Downey Jr.'s career and it uh, you know it made a lot of toy or it sold a lot of toys. But, uh, you know, so I, I'll give him credit on all of that. Um, at, this, at this point, I'm even more interested in all the other characters than Iron Man. Iron Man is still very cool. I think what happened for me was Iron Man 3 happened, and it kind of uh, tempered my, my excitement for any, you know, seeing Iron Man in the future. And then when I – that was, you know – I think that was the same time. It was Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier had, had came out before that, and I was all in on Captain America, and then the Civil War film, and I'm like, oh, fuck Iron Man, I'm Team Cap. Like, I was, you know, I'm, I was in that mode, and so I feel like I'm even being a little more biased now uh, by saying that his placement is far too high. But he definitely deserves to be on the list. Let's, let's give it to Tony Stark, but... Um, I'm not putting him at number one. I'm not even going to write it on my paper. All right. Um, <laughs> geez, man. <laughs> you went in on him. Man, at least you wear your bias on your sleeves. He <laughs> redefined this character. And just like you guys, exactly. I had read Iron Man. Um, I was re- As a kid, I was reading Spider-Man. I was reading X-Men. I wasn't reading Iron Man, dude. I, I just yeah me neither. He wasn't he was a, he was a boring character. He was just kind of right. a character that I I wasn't I didn't have much interest in. But when I saw the movie was coming out, you know, I was kind of like, oh okay, what is this? You know, kind of like a little a little skeptic. I mean, superhero movies at that point were either hit or miss. So I was like, all right, well let's check this out. After seeing that, I was very confident in Marvel starting up more movies. Um, that movie had is in one of my top five of the MCU films uh, just because that started it all, A and B, and it was, it was a great movie. And it kind of started a bit of a formula in these movies, but it was fresh at the time. So I'm, I'm putting Iron Man at number one. 
Um, but again, <laughs> we're going to go back and flex the order a little bit. Now, we are at the end of our list. I will go back and repeat it, and we'll just we'll we'll switch some of them around if we prefer. So, starting at number ten is Drax. Killmonger's at number nine. Spider-Man is at number eight. Daredevil's at number seven. Doctor Strange number six. Captain America at number five. Loki at number four. Vision at number three. Thor at number two, and Iron Man at number one. All right, so sticking with rotation, Mike, I'm going to go to you. Uh, did you want to change some order in the list, take anyone out, replace anyone? Shit. Wow, you guys you guys are so disrespectful to the king of Wakanda and not no, no. Putting, putting him on your list. This is insane. This is insanity. What's going on, man? <laughs> He's uh, my so number. My, uh, yeah. okay, so what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave Drax at ten because that was that was my pick. Um, but I'm gonna try to see. I'm gonna, you know, I want to defer to you guys. Where where do we need to? Where can we put T'Challa? Because honestly, I had him at number one, but I feel Man. like I'm not going to beat either one of you out of Iron Man at number one. I had him um, at five. That's why I had him. I had him at six. Uh, I had him in the middle, middle right there. He's the top five for me, at least. Here's what I'll do. I'll take Vision out and put in Black Panther. Uh, I can't argue that. I can't argue that. Hold on. What was the top ten list again? I'm sorry. One more. Oh, hold on. What was the uh, – one more time. One more Iron reading? Man one. Yeah, what were we yep. Thor is two. Vision is three. Thor. Loki is four. Steve, uh, Captain America slash Steve Rogers number five. Doctor Strange is number six, Daredevil is number seven, Spider Man is number eight, Killmonger is nine, and Drax is ten. Uh, I lost yet five after five. What was, what was six? I'm writing so, it down. Uh, six. Six, six, six is Doctor Strange, Strange seven is Daredevil, eight is Spider Man, nine is Killmonger, and ten is Drax. Okay. So, all right. So, yeah, I agree with. Uh, well, my well, let's, yeah, let's put Black Panther at three. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. that. Um, no arguments there. Uh, T'Challa is just, that's a great character in his own right. I just, man, there are a couple scenes where Killmonger just stole away from him. Um, yeah, but true. I, but even liked his, the, I, even liked, I even liked his intro um, in Civil War. Uh, yeah. Great character. Great. Yeah. Uh, good yeah. character. He's definitely number three. He pulled three. that accent off, too, really good. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. He really did. Um, I was like, wow, he's pulling off this ac- accent amazingly. I mean, step, from seeing him from before, I, I knew he didn't have the accent, but, oof. I great. still came out of Black Panther wanting to be Black Panther. Some people came out wanting to be Killmonger. I still wanted to be the Black Panther. <laughs> Damn it. So I got to give him that credit. He did a great job. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go next here, and I'm going to swap Thor at number two and Captain America at number five. Uh, I could could do that. Captain America, uh, I agree with that, Uh, Micah. Like, Cat definitely has to go a little higher. Um, I was trying to drain my list out a little too early. Move him up. Move up, Cat, now. Yep, (laughs) so Thor is at number five, and Cap is at number two. 
All right, Joel, I'm going to go to you, man. Um, anybody you want to replace slash shift on the list? Hold on one second. One second, two. Hold on. My list is all bugged out right now. All right, so what was eight again? Eight was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, correct. Just remember, we went that way. Spider-Man. Nine was who again? Leno Jackson. Killmonger. Okay. Woo, okay, it's tough. Um... Mother of Jesus. Who's missing from this beautiful list? All right, so here, here's a, here I'm going to challenge some. I'm going to throw out some names, and you tell me if they belong over some of the top ten that we got. All right? How about I'm the Kingpin? Good. Does the Kingpin sound like someone that should be a top ten character, if we're talking MCU? Uh, hmm. Um, I... I love him as no. um but I I don't know. Just throwing out a name. Him. Just throwing out a name. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, how about toss them all about, out? Toss them all out first. Here. I'm going out there. Hold on. Kill my, all right. Write them down if you need to. So I throw out the kingpin as an option. Uh, Star Lord as an option. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say. God damn it. I'll even say the Hulk as an option. He should definitely at least be mentioned. Um, um I, I think I would argue Star Lord has a place on the list somewhere. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm just trying to see. Hold on. I think there was another name, but if you want to argue Star Lord, go ahead. Give me a second. Well, it's your pick. I'll let you uh, convince. Uh, Star Lord. All right, we can throw in Star. I'm not sure for who though. That's really where I'm fucking over. Drax. I know. No offense. <laughs> over. No offense to Drax. I love Drax, obviously. Uh, but Star Lord, man, he's he's a Star Lord, man. <laughs> he's he's the the main character of the story. He's the uh, the dude that he he is the heart, especially the sequel. Like if you watch the second one, like. He is. Uh, there's a lot of heart in that movie, and a lot of it has to go back to him and his mother losing his mother, finding out his father is a celestial, finding out he's part celestial, and that why he was able to hold that Infinity Stone at the end of the movie, just to find out that his dad's a douchebag and killed off his mother because he didn't want to go back to Earth and all this extra bullshit. And he was so there was just so much heart there, and then that whole back and forth with Yondu and, and the whole daddy thing, and that that was really his dad after all, like. Because that's the man that raised him, you know, after when it all came down to it, even though he also kidnapped the boy. But I just think there's a lot there, and I think Star-Lord deserves a, a chance to at least be a top ten character in MCU. Because uh, he's a character I didn't even know about, in the, you know, back in the comic. Like, I never read Star-Lord. And the, the idea of uh, casting Chris Pratt was, was such a great choice, and we didn't know that at the time. But he's he's character and reinvent, like reinvented someone no one really gave a shit about or even knew about. So I got to go uh, with Star-Lord. Right on, man. Like, when you, as soon as you said Star-Lord, I was like, hold on, hold on. He definitely deserves a spot on this list. And by the way, guys, um, I did read Annihilation Conquest back when it came out. So I read a couple yes, of Star-Lord stories, <laughs> and um, they were okay, like, it was right. nothing that I was like, oh, my God, I got to rush back to the store and just complete it. Right, and eventually right, right, I got right. through the series. But right. I, I didn't find myself as attached to that character or the other characters of Guardians of the Galaxy till I saw that film. 
and I saw how great of a character he was and how they just kind of threaded through his origin in such a great way um, in both the first and second movie, we get such great development out of this character. I mean, we mm-hmm. see him from, birth, I mean, when he loses his mother, all the way to finding out who his father was, to the right. crush, to whipping out pistols and shooting his father after he figured out he's, who, he was responsible for his mother's death. That's right. a tragic thing. Um, and I can't wait to see you know, what him and the Guardians of the Galaxy have been up to since there's such a huge time hike. Well, not huge, but there's a couple years between Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Infinity War. Right. So, yeah, I would argue, I would put him over Drax on the list. Micah, thoughts? You know what? Micah. I'll go ahead and, uh, without digging too deep, um, it, like, emotionally, because of... I, and I've actually uh, tweeted with uh, James Gunn about how the first Guardians movie really struck a personal chord in my own life. Uh, so I, I won't dive into deep with all that, but I'll, I'll agree. We can we can definitely replace uh, the uh, the number ten and uh, put in Star Lord over Drax. I'll I'll do that for sure. Okay, that's not a bad idea. All right, that's not bad. Yeah, that's a good one. And I not mean, to mention, uh, uh, what's Chris uh, Pratt? They're all they're all Chris's man. This is ridiculous. They are. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. That Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt does a, a. He had he had transformed not only himself physically, but it, he transformed himself into an A list actor uh, for this like for this role. I mean, he became a household name as soon as that happened. Jurassic World happened. I mean, geez, the the roles started popping off, but uh, you know, but Star Lord, he is definitely a character. You know, the kids like the helmet and all that other stuff. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he, yeah, for sure. I really, uh, I really enjoy seeing the Guardians, and then you know, more specifically, Star Lord and, and Drax and Rocket. So. Yeah, I remember uh, when the film was coming out, I was like, dude, is that freaking Andy from Parks and Rec? Um, I love Parks and Rec. Such a good show. (laughs) I was like, wow, Uh, this dude completely shifted his diet. Um, Yeah, he did. (laughs) Great, great, great film, that first film. Um, I can go back and watch it today. Do you guys guys like the first one or the second one as much as you do the first one? Oh, uh, no. Personally? I, I like the I, second I one, but... Oh, I like up, both the same. I like both the same. I can't really... I know some people like uh, blasphemy, but I really did enjoy the second one as much as I enjoyed the first one. For me. I, I don't certainly know, didn't people, think it was... What's that? No, I just... I know a lot of people that didn't like it as much. They thought it was too hokey and jokey, but I, th- I thought the, the second one had a lot of heart to it as well, even though it did, it did over-exaggerate sometimes on the humor, but I do think it had a ton of heart in that movie. Uh, I didn't think the second was like crash and burn terrible. Like, I thought the second one was a great movie, but I just didn't think it was as good as that first one. Like, just I can go back and watch the first one right now and just feel just as immersed in it as I was the first time. And I just don't get that same feeling when I watch the second one. Yeah. But hey, Star Lord makes it on the list at number ten. Mike, I'm talking back to you, man. Um, was there anybody you wanted to replace? 
Um, well, okay, so before Juwan came on, uh, I actually had Bucky on my list because mm-hmm. um, I really enjoy the story arc from best friends to, you know, essentially enemies to now Steve is trying to uh, do his best to get his best friend back. And um, not only do I like their their dynamic, but, man, The Winter Soldier, that movie is in my top two favorite MCU films. And he kicked a lot of ass in that movie. And every and, and I I watch it for Captain America, but um, sometimes I'll find myself rooting for the Winter Soldier in that movie. Uh, and I, you know, obviously, I know that we've seen him in in, uh, in the other some other movies as well. But um, I really enjoyed Bucky. I really enjoyed the Winter Soldier, uh, and uh, you know, his story has spanned just as long as. Um, Captain America, if you guys actually go back and actually, you know, uh, think about the the different mentionings of Bucky and and stuff like that throughout the films, he has been around essentially as long as uh, Captain America. And I feel like uh, the Winter Soldier definitely deserves a chance to be on this list. Now, my only problem is I really like Daredevil, and I think the only other person that I feel like might have to be removed would be Dr. Strange. So that's the only thing that I'm having uh, conflict with. But I really feel like the Winter Soldier uh, deserves to be on this list at, at whatever capacity that we can put him in. Uh, so would you put him in place of Dr. Strange? I... God. Um... Oh. <laughs> so yeah. far, I don't know. It's Tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough, tough but fire. I think I think I would. I don't know if I could but argue if with him If I'm trying to get him on this list, then I would take him off because I feel like I favor I favor Doctor uh, uh, Winter Soldier more than than Doctor Strange. So yeah, um, no argument for me. He's had an immense character development throughout the entire series and not to mention it's like he went from best friends, worst enemies, and back to being right back at Seaside as I'm assuming his best friend in uh in Infinity War. And I'm gonna I definitely think if one either of them dies there's gonna be some kind of ode to the other, you know, some kind of reaching out or a, a moment between the two of them. I mean, they're just such great friends. But I think uh Winter Soldier makes a spot on the list. I didn't really even know about his character till Winter Soldier, so it put him on the map for me. Uh, Joel, I'm going to go to you. Tough, man. It's really tough. Uh, I think uh, you have you put up in a good argument for the White Wolf. I think he might have a chance to get in there over Dr. Strange. Um, uh, he's been there, man, like since one and two, and he had big roles in them. You know, it's not like he had a small – role. <laughs> He's been he had some decent role like good screen time in a lot of them, especially when a soldier. Uh now he's gonna go a big role in Infinity War. So it's like he's such an integral part to the, the MCU as well. Actually the only thing holding Doctor Strange back is his time, you know, he hasn't been around as long. Um 
to me at this point on the list, between it's only between Doctor Strange and Killmonger that I would even move anybody else. Um, because everyone else I think deserves to be there. Ah, uh, so tough. I'm gonna say yeah. I think you're right. I think we should probably move on and maybe either move Doctor Strange down or move him off the list for uh for uh Bucky. Right. Sounds like Winter Soldier is making it on the list at number six. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so hard. I mean, there's so many great names on this list. I don't know who I would yeah. uh, I'm going to toss out a couple of names, and you guys just let me know if maybe they should come in a spot in the list. Um, and if not, we can just chop, start chopping it down to a top five. Um, but I'm going to throw out Rocket Raccoon. Um, Punisher, Frank Castle, Ooh. uh, the oh, ne- in the Netflix series. Yeah, yeah, that's a good um, one. really, that's really good. good. <laughs> I mean, uh, he was, he was really good. Um, Cottonmouth, Cottonmouth, yeah, but so one and done. Cottonmouth, um, Cottonmouth, Punisher, and Rocket Raccoon. Do any of those sound like they could belong somewhere on the list? All good. I no, no bad I name. We can't find a spot for him. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, we got Star Lord at number ten, Killmonger at number nine, Spider Man at number eight, Daredevil at number seven, Winter Soldier at number six, Thor at number five, Loki at number four, Black Panther at number three, Captain America at two, and Iron Man at one. Ooh, man, yeah. guys, uh, I think we're just gonna have to. Yeah. What's that? The only one I would argue, a Punisher is the only one I would probably give you a nod to in the top ten. That's probably it. Yeah, I mean he's he's a great um, runner up. I mean that was yeah. a choice that I was hoping would make it, but just looking at the list we have, I'm like, well, there's really no one I could shift. <laughs> so, the only uh, one I would, I, 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 that's it. Yeah, Punisher would be the only one if I had to choose. Right on. Uh, Michael, was there one that you thought should be on the list somewhere? Mm-hmm. And just how our, our list looks right now, I, I'm i having a hard time subbing in anybody. So I pretty much almost got everybody I wanted. So it's just, you know. Okay. I'm trying to think. <laughs> All right. If you're going to, if you're going to make that argument for Punisher, you wouldn't take him out for obviously not Iron Man, right? No. Just this, this is the final sweep before we complete the list. Uh, you wouldn't take him out for Captain America, would you? Mm-mm. Okay. You wouldn't take him out for Black Panther, would you? Nope. Nope. You not Loki, not Thor, not, not Soldier. Not Daredevil, obviously. No, no. Not um, Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man, not Killmonger. Uh... Nah, not even Star Lord. I mean, just getting to see all the development we've had with him. Um, nope, I I can't I can't think of anyone. Ten, that's the ten. That's it. Uh, is uh yeah, is that always the right order? Is that you want to shift the order around or? Um, I think I want to maybe bring Killmonger up. But geez, it's hard. Uh. I want to swap Killmonger for Thor. That's dragging Thor down pretty pretty heavy, but Killmonger was such a great villain. Like, the best we had, in my opinion. Um, 
so putting mm-hmm. him, or next to Loki, that is, um, so putting him right underneath seems fitting for me. I'm happy with Killmonger. That <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with nine. <laughs> oh, okay. So Killmonger at nine. Um, Micah, what are your thoughts? I'm good. Keep him at nine. Yeah. Killmonger. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jesus. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe well, Bucky's six, right? Yep. It's hard to say anybody. Maybe I would put Daredevil over Bucky. That's probably it. Looking at it. Daredevil above Bucky? Yeah, just over there. And just to have him swap, that's about it. Actually, I mean, Daredevil is the best um, Netflix character, arguably. Uh, so I would put him there. And he's like the only one on our list. And no girls. Yeah, like, I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> I mean, I. I love the Netflix characters, but man, this is a solid list. It is. Micah, would you swap them? Um, no. Um, I think this is pretty good. Well, me and Joel tend to agree. It looks like he's got to be swapped. Mm. Um, it so that that's not interesting. What's one position? You all are going to die. <laughs> like, seven days. Oh, man. Um, so it looks like we have reached our 10, guys. We're, mm-hmm. We've got Iron Man at number one, Captain America at number two, Black Panther at number three, Loki at number four, Thor at number five, Daredevil at number six, Winter Soldier at number seven, Spider-Man at number eight, Killmonger at number nine, and Star-Lord at number ten. And that completes our top ten MCU characters of all oh time. Yeah. Do we do honorable mentions? Do we do that? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I'll, I'll go to you first, Joel. Uh, let's mention some honorable mentions that we all had that were either on our list or maybe came to thought towards the end uh, that deserve some nods. I want to give a shout out to the Hulk. I think he got uh he got this, uh, just didn't get much thought <laughs> into this character. And I thought that has to do with the fact that he hasn't been able to hold his own movie since his own movie. And a lot of it has to do with rights issues. Uh, but I think the Hulk has, has been a good character. I think Mark Ruffalo has done a hell of a job. And the fact that they even had to switch out the actors from, like, the first Hulk to Mark Ruffalo taking over in the Avengers and then, of course, him being the Hulk there on forward. I thought he's done a great job as the Hulk, and uh, and are seeing the Hulk's evolution from the Rage Monster to a, just a more intelligent version of the Rage Monster in Ragnarok, which I think is my favorite version of the Hulk. I love five-year-old talking Hulk; they barely can talk. Like I, like, I love it. I'm like he's just like a kid. Uh, it's just that's the Hulk I remember growing up. He, he had very little speech, uh, and so it was always it was nice to see uh, him talking like that. Uh, in a little bit. I don't need, like, full-blown speech Hulk. I don't like that. I don't need super smart Hulk or anything. But, yeah, I, I think I want to shout out uh, the Hulk uh, out there. Yeah, right on, man. Uh, some of the full-blown speech ones, like, in those comics, um, it yeah. was kind of weird even in the comics. Like, it's like, oh, Hulk is in, he, he's Banner right now, basically. Right. Um, or Avengers but, Assemble. I hate that. <laughs> 
yeah, it's like, yeah, I kind of like them in the, I, I, no, excuse me, take that back. I love them in uh, Ragnarok, and I, and, mm-hmm. and each movie he was in, it's just kind of like it got better for me. Um, I even, I even was a bit of a fan of the Ed Norton Hulk movie. Uh, I like that me one. Too. Um, especially that abomination battle at the end. Um, I'm not going to yeah, say in Harlem too much better in, uh, than Mark Ruffalo, but that character right. as a whole in the MCU was a great character. I wish Universal would have just came up on that grip and allowed it, allowed uh, Disney and Marvel to do one movie, at least one more for the Hulk. But well, they don't mind don't movies. Like it's just a matter of. Disney not wanting to pay them any type of money for for distribution, so they're very cheap in that regard. You're like, fuck it, we can have Hulk movies without saying Hulk in the title. <laughs> that's what they say, and that's where they're going with, and that's why we haven't seen a Hulk movie since. So, which Thor Ragnarok was pretty much half a Hulk movie too, <laughs> basically. Um, <laughs> which I mean, hey, if they decide to go that route, I'm cool with it. Yeah. And it's- um, were there any more honorable mentions that you had? Uh, you mentioned it earlier. Punisher is a good one. Micah, did you have any? No, I was just checking my uh, list and uh, making sure I didn't have any honorable mentions. Nope. Not even Peggy Carter. Oh, well, that's a good one. You should definitely have yeah. Peggy Carter up there. Uh, God forbid we have a woman on the damn top ten. You know? <laughs> I mean, oh, man. I don't that's, know. That, that's that's <laughs> we actually do not have a single female on this list. That is no, wild, we don't. Man. That was not I mean, by unfortunately, design. I don't want anybody to think that was by design. That was not on purpose. Well, I tried. Hold on, hold on I tried. gentlemen. <laughs> I have a, I have a honorable mention. Okay. I thought that Shuri was a pretty good character. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's great. great. Like, she, she, was, she was an amazing character. Um, she was. I didn't, maybe not top ten, but honorable mention, for sure. Um, and again, Punisher. Great, Punisher great Netflix sure. series. Um, and he did great in Daredevil season two. Like, I was just excited, just as excited for his story arc as I was uh, Matt Murdock's. For so sure. It's great dynamic there. Um, Rocket Raccoon. I, I, yep. I just, I, I love during the movies, never really yeah, cared about them in the comics until that. Who did? And then I Who started did? reading some of the, <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, yeah, the only character I really knew a little bit about was Star-Lord. The rest of them, I'm like, right. mm. or who's this cast of characters? But it made me go read the comics, so. Ah, yeah, so Rocket Raccoon, and those are my honorable mentions. Yeah. Shout out to Phil Colton. You know, I know Micah is not a fan of uh, side characters, but yeah, uh, Phil Colson. Hold on now. I'm actually extremely excited that Colson's going to be back uh, for uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be great. That's going to be pretty pretty fun. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I never thought they should have... I never thought they uh, they should have uh, taken him out of the cinematic universe. I thought that was an abomination. Yeah, so. that's messed up. I shouldn't have kept him out of either. You know, at least you know I didn't mind the death thing, but they brought him back in the show. You should at least brought him back in the movies. It's mean, right? Right. <laughs> he should have been in the some of the future installments for sure. Yeah. Um, Yondu in that second Guardians movie was pretty awesome. 
For sure. Uh, love the dynamic he had both, not even just with, uh, with Peter, but with Rocket. I mean, he mm-hmm. found empathy in to the team members so much so that he fit with them so well and was almost, I mean, almost like enemy to them in the first movie. So it was nice to see his character go through that type of development. Um, he was an original guardian of the galaxy, so it was cool to see him be reinstated. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Yondu. Shout out to Yondu. Shout out to Black Widow and Gamora. Shout out, to Heimdall. shout out to Heimdall. Heimdall, for sure. <laughs> uh, wasted character, for the most part. Very wasted. Um <laughs> I wanted him to have a heavier role in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Like, to at least be a part of the team, like, from the point of where they were at on Sakaar. But, eh, I mean, he he had a great appearance, but those first yeah. two films really wasted the character he was. Uh, damn it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm like, what a waste of Idris Elba. I'm like, damn it. Like, he's a good actor. Oh, put him in Heimdall. Like, uh. Oh, man. Well, he'd be a great Jon Stewart, I think. But, oh, he's my favorite. I would love that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Different top ten. So guys, uh, since we're <laughs> so early on time, let's maybe just chat, a, riff a little about uh, Infinity War. Let's riff. Let's riff for a little bit. So, uh, yeah. who wants what to are you riff looking... first? <laughs> hey, I'll go first, man. I mean, I just, after seeing that Spider-Man TV spot where he jumps out of the bus, gets in his costume and swings off on his web, I am so excited. I, I'm beyond stoked to see the Iron Spider suit. I'm stoked to see how he gets it, his role in the movie, even just those little interactions with Doctor Strange. And he's like, hey, I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up name? <laughs> like, it's just a great yeah. dynamic. So I am super, super looking forward to Spider-Man's role in this movie. I mean, he's one of my favorite. He actually is my favorite uh, comic book character of all time, so always looking forward to a slice of Spidey. I agree with that. But I'm going to go to you, Joel. Uh, what are you looking forward to most? Uh, everything you just said uh, and uh, everything else. <laughs> I don't know much about this, like everyone here. I mean, I haven't seen much of anything aside from just the trailers. Um, uh, I have my theory. Everybody has their own theories. I'm very curious as to where the fucking Soul Stone is. Uh, everyone, I mean, what do you guys have theories as to where the Soul Stone is? Because I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. <laughs> uh, I'll let you go, Micah. Uh, where am I going? The man is tuning me out at this point. <laughs> Um, are we talking about the Soul Stone? Because I yeah. don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to spoil this movie for myself at all. Like I didn't. Just, I didn't you know, okay. I, you don't, don't want to theorize. There are okay. so many. There are so many TV spots for this film, and I've avoided most of them. Okay. Uh, but the Soul Stone, I'm really intrigued about because you know, obviously, it's 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 the coveted item uh, that we're that we're really all looking for, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, I'm really probably the most excited for Thanos because I've been waiting for so long for Thanos, and he is and it's, this is no bullshit. Like he Thanos is one of my favorite villains in uh, in, in all of comics. Actually, he him uh, Joker Galactus 
Uh, Magneto, when he's a villain, he's one of my favorite villains. Like, Thanos is just up mm-hmm. there for me. And uh, so I'm really excited about this, that we finally get to see him start to do some villainy things, like, you know, actually on screen instead of just being a, a post credit scene or whatever. Um, you know, I, I, when he came down from uh, his, uh, his throne or, you know, when he was like, you know, fine, I'll do it myself. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are about to get your asses whooped. Like, I was, I was filled with such glee and joy. Like, I'm a, very, I'm a very dark human being in general, not just because my skin's black. But Thanos is I, – I can't wait for this to happen. I want everybody to be destroyed. Uh, I don't want hmm. any survivors. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to everyone just getting murked. And, you know, obviously in Avengers <laughs> 4 – you know, maybe a happier ending, but uh, I really want Thanos to bring the pain, and uh, I, I want it to be absolutely believable. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to the movie as a whole, and I, I there's a whole lot to say about this film, um, but I, I've really tried to do my due dil- my own due diligence by avoiding spoilers as much as possible. But uh, this is man, this guys, have you can you guys remember a time when you know? 10 years building up to a film where you, we were all anticipating that one movie. I, I can't remember any other event like this ever in my life. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah. It's been a I long build up. It's like, I can't think of one movie that I've been looking forward to as much as this. Like this is just the build up of a lifetime almost. I mean, it's, just going back to being younger when I saw Iron Man, I never thought it would lead up to this. I mean, yeah, well, it, it, I, I didn't know okay. this was coming until technically Avengers. When you see Thanos' face at the end, you're like, holy shit, that motherfucker is going to show up. And it took this yeah. while for it to happen. Now that's a buildup. <laughs> like, fuck, that took a while, but it's here. <laughs> I remember um, reading Thanos' quest uh, and just reading how he was, like, outsmarting all these different like champion of the universe and Gardner uh, to get their gems and how he's like outsmarting them so easily with just one gem. And I'm, he's going to easily just dust people off in this movie. Like the Nova Corps, they're gone. Um, they're, they're probably gone. Oh, I they probably that, gone. Yeah. I really, what I'm really uh, afraid of is like that being an off screen type of deal. Like, yeah, me too. Oh, we get to him. We get to him uh, stealing from the collector, and he's already got two of them. Like, I, or he's already got that one, um, at least, because it looks like yeah, he's I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, like I, I'm hoping we get to see each and every collection of the gym. Me too. And personally, to answer your question, Joel, I think that uh, the Soul Stone is actually in Wakanda. Okay. I think it could be. Um, in the vibranium, like in the center of the vibranium, right? Or That's either a, somewhere else. Yeah, like I, I'm thinking it has something to do with with the um, vibranium, but there's just no hint, no tease. I thought we were gonna see that in Black Panther. Um, that right. was probably the one thing I was like, uh, like a little iffy about about the movie. I'm like, oh, I would have loved like a pinch just to see the Soul Stone, so we know where it's at. But right. maybe they're leaving it ambiguous for a reason. Maybe it's been like yeah. right in front of our faces the whole time. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe Stark has it. Like maybe it's just so obvious that it's like, oh, 
We spent all this time thinking, but it was just right there in front of us. So I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to seeing that um, in the movie. Well, uh, see, I always before the whole like idea of like Wakanda and the thing Black Panther, and like before we found out that we weren't going to know where the fucking Soul Stone was going to be. Uh, I always thought it was going to. I thought Heimdall had it because it just made sense. Yeah, it I thought sense. that too. Yeah, because you saw that orange thing on his head or whatever, the helmet or on his chest. I forget mm-hmm. what it was, but. I'm like, and he has orange eyes, and he can see shit like no other human, like not human, but like he's not normal. Obviously, he can see shit that no like regular mortal should be like. See, he can see shit from far, 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 far away. It's kind of weird and how he does it. So I'm like, it has to be some type of connection to something. So I figured an Infinity Stone would be uh, that thing, but they kind of just ignored that fact and just said, no, nah, it's not there either. And my only issue with it being in Wakanda. Not that I mind it. If it is, it is. But my thing was, like, how convenient is it that there's so many of them on fucking Earth? Now, why are they all on Earth? There's, like, three of them, then, if they're on Earth. It's like, you already have the Mind Stone there. You had the Tesseract at one point on Earth. Um, you have uh, the, the the Time Stone on Earth with the, with the Eye of Agamotto. So if the Soul Stone is there, there's a lot of them on and the, why there's so many on this planet, it would be just a, it's just a conundrum for me. Because they went, they lost yeah. the Death Rag and went, that went back into space with, with the Asgardians. And then, of course, the Mind Stone stayed. In the, we didn't know it was in the staff, but then obviously it's in the staff. And so it's like, oh. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed. Very true. And we don't even know if, I mean, the trailer cuts of Thanos with the gloves. What if they're editing mm-hmm. out stones? Like, what if he... What if we they see him be, right? in the very beginning getting the soul stone? Like, that's the first one he gets. And it's like, oh, it's actually right? on some obscure planet far away. We don't even know. <laughs> exactly. Um, that would be – I would actually love that scenario because then it would be like, oh, we thought it was right in front of our faces the whole time, but actually it's way far away. Um, right. <laughs> it would be cool, just a random kind of new faction. It's like we don't even get a chance to see them. Thanos just wipes them out. Um, and that's the beginning of Infinity War. Uh, that would definitely be intimidated for the rest of it. Like, oh, well, this guy means business. Um, what if it? What if it, the Soul Stone is just uh, chilling inside a shawarma cafe? Like something just very <laughs> unsuspecting. Like whatever. So random. It's, 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 oh yeah, you're looking for the Soul Stone. It's right underneath the cash register. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We're all thinking way too hard. Like it's he's all these complex clues and scenarios, and it's just chilling at a cafe. <laughs> I'd be pretty missed if that happened, but <laughs> I'm sure Thanos would be as well. Like, like damn, I traveled all this way for all for it to be in a cafe. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be hysterical. That cafe. That would be the last day that cafe opened its doors. Like it right. would, unfortunately, be run right through by Thanos' pinky, probably. Um, sure. Uh, so number, all right, number one on the death meter. Who do you think, Joel? Who's gonna die? See, I'm the opposite of Micah. I'm light. I don't want to see anybody die. I'm like, I don't want to see any of these motherfuckers. I love these motherfuckers too much. I don't want to see them die. Like, I, I have so much invested in my heart and watch these people die. I was like, oh, God. So but that's if one why person kinda, is doomed, 
if one person is doomed, who is it? I think I think I think it might be Captain America. I think it might be he might be the one to die. Or Iron Man, one of the two. Uh at the right now I'm leaning towards Captain America, but the last week it was Iron Man, so that could be shifted and stuff. If I had to pick one, I think it's one of those two, but probably at the, to this week it's Captain America. So I don't want to see it. So, I don't want it to happen, but, you know. So I saw, like, a post, I believe it was on Reddit, and it was like, what if Infinity War goes like this? And it showed uh, Thanos' hand, like, coming down on Steve, as we see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And it showed Bucky, in the, in, like, in the next, like, in the very next panel, running out mm-hmm. with a gun to go and try to save Steve. And I was like, what if that scenario does happen and he sacrifices himself to Thanos and like, okay, you got it. Like this guy is a big deal. You got to get out of here. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's got me thinking maybe he could survive. I mean, he could. Maybe he could, could. kind of hold him off. Um, another soul stone theory that I, I don't support this one, but people are speculating well, that he could have the soul stone. <laughs> Yeah, right. and that's the that's how the he's like holding Thanos back at all. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I feel like that's just the shot. Like, it has yeah. nothing to do uh, with a soul cell. Not enough evidence there for me. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Now, is, is it overpowering Captain America? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm like, uh, but I don't think Thanos is really trying. So then again, he could just easily be like going to pet a cat almost. And Cap is like straining to hold him back. Um, definitely don't think the Soul Stone is there though. Uh, I think I think Iron Man could be on the chopping block. It's really just not looking good for him on the planet, and it, I, I, I can't see Thanos attacking them and not taking someone important. Um, if not Iron Man, then maybe Drax or um, Star Lord. But somebody oh. in that in that team and that group of people is is doomed. Um, I I can't see Thanos oh. just being like, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and I got the stone I needed. So I'm gonna d- brush my fingers off and move on to the next one. He's got to mm-hmm. have some kind of impact in that. Um, right. If not one person, multiple people are gonna go. I don't want to talk about death anymore. It's sad. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I know. I I would hate to see any of them die, but it's kind of like I've seen a post that was like Red Pill, uh, Captain America dies, or uh, I'm sorry, Red Pill, Iron Man dies, Shuri becomes (laughs) Iron Man, and then we get Hugh Jackman in the universe, or Blue Pill, um, Captain America dies, Sam Wilson becomes Falcon, and John Krasinski becomes Reed Richards. Uh, wow. I've just chosen the blue pill. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm definitely uh, choosing that blue pill. Um, <laughs> Krasinski, the edits of Krasinski as, as Reed Richards oh, look yeah. amazing. Oh, they my do. God. I, I would be so down. I'm like, dude, Jim from The Office is a hero now. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, guys. especially after, the, my, after that A Quiet Place film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, heard, I, heard, I heard that movie was good. I really want to see it. It's really good. Oh, man. I, I, was, I was surprised. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it myself. Yeah. Um, uh, here, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Leo. No, no. Go ahead, man. Well, I just had one thing to say, really. Uh, it, my thing with the death thing. Here's the reason I really don't want to see anybody major die 
is because we know we're getting the Fox characters back, and it's going to hurt my soul to know that I'll probably not be able to see Cap or Iron Man not interact with Reed Richards or, or the X-Men. And I'm like, that's just wrong. Like, why did they come in so late? Like, I wanted to see, like, this is, like, childhood shit. Like, we should see that should happen. I want to see, like, Tony. I want to see an expansion of the Science Bros. Like, that'd be great to see Reed and, and, and Tony and, and uh And then, and, and uh, then Shuri challenge the Science Bros. That, that yeah, by herself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. Or join the science coalition. <laughs> like with with Peter. <laughs> and she would definitely have to be leader. <laughs> um yeah. that would be awesome. Uh I'm wondering I'm wondering if something about the Fantastic Four can be hinted at, pushed towards, talked about, referenced. Um I know that randomly Metacritic put quick uh Silver Surfer on their um mm-hmm. cast list. I don't yeah. know the validity of that. I don't either. I, would I would I enjoy it or uh, I don't I don't even yeah. know at this point. I mean would I enjoy thing. it. Shit. I would <laughs> love it. But yeah. is it gonna happen? No, probably not. That's um, different. Yeah, that's, that's different. Yeah, and it's like I, I, I would love for it to happen, but I don't think it's going to. I, I just feel like so late in the game. But if they switch something, some kind of surprise in there like that, hey, I'm all for it. I'm the guy who thought Green Lantern should have been in Justice League, so I'm down for any character to appear. Yeah. Me too. Well, me too. Yeah, let's not get on Justice League because I will, I will go off. And we and ain't nobody got time for that. So. Conversation for another day. I mean, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, again, like I said the other day, they're, hopefully they're taking some notes here um, yeah. when Infinity War comes out because this seems like it's going to be the best we're going to get. Hopefully. I mean, Jesus. I saw an article today about um, some people were like, oh, I am not looking forward to Infinity War. I didn't even open it. I'm like, you know what? Who said that? I don't need no negative <laughs> negativity around this right now. I'm trying to see the movie I've been looking forward to for the last five years. Get I away with the liars. negativity, y'all. Right. Liars is what they are. <laughs> Just lying to get headlines to get headlines ran. Get headlines uh, ran. Um I don't and I don't know if it's looking too good for most of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe Rocket and Gamora will make it out, but I, I don't know about the rest of the crew, especially since they're going to be... I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like since we've still got a third Guardians film, I know that really doesn't mean anything, but we still have a third Guardians movie coming up. So I True. feel like at least most of that team is going to survive. I, I, I honestly don't want to see Groot fight the dust again. I don't I don't want to see that again. So I just feel oh, like I'm spreading... We will be retreading the same thing that we saw in one already, so I don't want to do that in Infinity War. But I don't think I don't think anyone else in that team. Maybe uh, um, Nebula. Maybe Nebula, possibly. There's a lot of side characters I have a chance to lose. Yeah. Nebula, War Machine, possibly. Unfortunately, uh, this is this is a lot of those side characters that might get off. Do you guys think Hawkeye is gonna bite the dust? Please. I think Hawkeye is a is a roach, bro. He's not too nice. Yeah, 
unfortunately, unfortunately, he's a roach. But my gosh, Hawkeye! Either give him something to do or move on. I don't. Apparently, he has (laughs) something to do. So let's see what he's got to fucking do. I don't think uh, he hasn't right. been any of the promotionals and stuff. Maybe he's just chilling on the farm with his family. Yeah. Yeah, justice for Hawkeye, bro. Let's do this. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, right, something. It's like, he, it seems like he's almost been written off. Like, whatever, this guy yeah. just doesn't exist. But what's weird is I wonder if it's like some kind of campaign or something. Cause, it's yeah. a shoot, bro. Yeah, I, it's a shoot. <laughs> I mean, because Jeremy shoot. Renner is like posting stuff. <laughs> Renner is like posting stuff, and it looks it looks official. I'm like, all right, are y'all making these? Just giving them to him, and being like, if you want to post them, you can, but they're not going up. Like, here you go, bro. But we're not doing anything with Hawkeye, and he's just kind of teasing and playing along. I don't know. He might have a major, a, a bit of a major role and maybe a scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, he, they did tease the Ronin costume. Well, they didn't tease it. Uh, the behind-the-scenes pictures teased it, and we just speculated on it. <laughs> and I'd be down for that. I mean, hey, West Coast Avengers. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's him. He's the lead, he is the leader of the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. yeah. So maybe... Maybe a new offshoot will happen. Who knows? Netflix, Hulu, who knows? I, I feel like we're just going to have to wait and see after Avengers 4 when the whole Disney Fox deal goes through and yeah, then kind of reassess yep. after that. Yep, That's exactly yeah. right. They, they should definitely expand. Like, I wanted to see like, Captain Britain. Like, we were throwing around, like, yes. like John yeah. this should be Captain Britain and shit. I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I would love to see something like that. Like, I yeah, want to see out, outside. Yeah, get out of yeah. the U.S. I want to see other characters. Yeah. But they haven't been to space. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, on I Earth. Know like, they I have, know what you mean, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just U.S.-based characters. Aside from, like, Wakanda. It's just, yeah. like, mostly... That's it. <laughs> you got Black Panther yeah. from, uh, from Wakanda much. and... I mean, guys, yeah. we've been to Sakar. Like, we've been around. It's not like we yeah. haven't. Sokovia. We've been to other. <laughs> Sokovia. We, we put some miles on the whip. Sure. Oh, man. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you, everybody. For, shit. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in tonight. This was another edition of Top Ten Guys. <laughs> and it was MCU, Marvel's greatest characters of the MCU. Did anybody have any announcements they wanted to say? Uh, you want to uh, promote? Yeah, go ahead. Promote, Micah. Promote your show. <laughs> okay, so youtube.com backslash M-I-C-A-H-H-A-R-S-H-A-W and then um, I record my podcast, uh, my weekly episode, weekly show every Sunday, so you guys can check that out, whether it be on YouTube, Podbean, or iTunes. And then uh, just look me up on Twitter, M-I-C-A-H-H-A-R-S-H-A-W. Had a lot of fun, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, great yeah. episode, great episode. Yeah. Yeah, good having you on this week, Joel. Yeah, I had a fun time. I feel like Joel doesn't like me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have the same feeling towards you, Mike. I have the same feeling. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, I had a good time. Uh, you can catch me on Joel underscore J27 Instagram, Twitter. I'm also, I do obviously Geek Vibes Live on Sundays with the boys. And uh, I also do Full Court Press on Tuesdays. Uh, mainly, oh, I'm Mondays now, I forget. So I do, I do the Monday. We have two shows. We have Monday and we have Thursday shows. I do Monday. Right on, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.